This past weekend, there was a beautiful story on Hockey Night in Canada. And it was a story of a man from New Brunswick who sang the national anthem at the Flames game. Now, I'm going to let Dan Joyce tell that story coming up because I spoke to him earlier today. We tracked him down. Almost as good as the story of Dan Joyce was us finding Dan Joyce. I sent Clack a message on Saturday uh, and said, hey, we got to chase this guy down. And so what happened was... We had a one of our shift heads from the Facebook group at shiftheads.ca, Annette, had posted something like, hey, that's my cousin's neighbor or something like that, and uh, and said that. And I said to Clack, I said, we need to track this down. So how did you step-by-step step, track this down, Clack? Because I want to know before we get into Dan Joyce. I took a double-pronged approach to it, essentially. So... I contacted Annette right away and I said, hey, Shane would really like to see if uh, if he can come on the show. But I also contacted Dan's daughter and I also said, hey, uh, Shane wants to have Dan on the show. So I had two different routes that we could go. And then it ended up getting kind of moved along the chain. There was a lot of we're trying to get a hold of them. And I think the, I think their whole family was was coming back from Banff. They were taking a flight. So. Mm-hmm. One thing leads to another, and I end up in contact with Dan's son. And Dan's son texts him pretty much at the exact same time that Dan uh, meets his neighbor at a Timmy's, where the neighbor explains, hey, and that's been trying to reach you, reach me about the interview. And they all kind of came together, and then he ended up on the show. So it was kind of neat how that all ties together. And, of course, at a Tim's is where dreams come true. (laughs) <laughs> Can it get any more Canadian than that? So you used uh, the contact with Annette on the Facebook and then you the family contact and it all dovetailed into this perfect moment getting coffee at Tim Hortons. And so when in this conversation with Dan Joyce, you'll hear him mention, I found out at the coffee shop or something like that. He says it coming up. So he, he does acknowledge the fact that it happened. So the story of Dan Joyce, this will make you proud to be a Canadian, let me tell you. We're going to start before the conversation with Dan Joyce of an excerpt from him singing the Canadian National Anthem on TV. This is courtesy of Sportsnet, uh, live from the Saddle Dome in person, standing next to George Canyon, who I did text, by the way, uh, after this conversation, and you're going to hear him talk about that too, and said, hey, by the way... Um, uh, I'm just chatting with Dan Joyce on the shift. He says some really amazing things about you, which you will hear. Response from George on the text says, Thanks, Shane. That means a lot. Such a sweet man and what a voice. It was like next standing next to Stomp and Tom, and I'm a big Tom fan. Hope you're well, too, brother. So so that's that's from George Canyon, the country singer who was there with him. What, what an accolade from such a successful Canadian country singer and all-around gentleman uh, there. Absolutely. So here you go. This is uh, Dan Joyce singing the national anthem that we somehow found through friends and family to get on the show. And then my conversation from earlier on Sunday with Dan Joyce on the shift. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. I don't know if you saw it on the TV this weekend. It was on Hockey Night in Canada. There was a very special singer at the Flames game. And I realize not everybody across Canada watches the Flames on Hockey Night in Canada. I'm a Flames fan. And there was a very special event that happened for O Canada 
on the weekend this weekend. There was a gentleman who sang the national anthem. This is a guy who flew all the way across the country to get here, and um, and he sang the national anthem, then went home again. There's a story to it. His name is Dan Joyce, and he joins us now here on The Shift. Dan, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. So you've already made your way back to the East Coast, have you? Yes, I got home last night at midnight. Wow, amazing. Um, yeah. You flew all the way across the country. Tell us about this little dream you had that you wanted to do that, that came to life on, on the weekend this weekend. Well, it started quite a few years ago. Uh, I'm actually I'm a mechanic, and I run my own garage, and I have for the last 44 years. But I like to sing while I'm working. And when I'm working on cars, I'm usually pretty happy because I really enjoy working on cars. So I sing along to different tunes. And uh, it, it's, it got to the point where people started to ask me to sing in the church choir, which I did join. And then they started to ask me to sing at a wedding or, and sing at funerals and then sing at fundraisers. And I started doing all that. And I really enjoyed it. I still enjoy my mechanic work, but I still like to sing too at night. It's a whole different world for me. And uh, one of my friends had called into a radio talk show here locally in St. John. And uh, what they do is they kind of prank you a bit. And uh, they told me that they were the St. John Flames calling. And that was the AHL team for the uh, Flames in Calgary. And uh, they said, we'd like you to sing the national anthem. Do you know the anthem? I said, certainly I know the anthem. He said, well, sing me a couple of lines, which I did do. And then he said, how about the American anthem? I said, yeah, I know that. Sing me a couple of lines of that. And I did. He said, how about, do you know the Canadian anthem in French? Because we are a bilingual province. And I said, certainly I know it in French. He said, well, sing me a line in French. And I did it while I was working on a car, by the way. And uh, (laughs) then after all the banging and crashing and the singing, he said, well, you've just been pranked. And uh, I hope, you know, everybody's listening to this, Dan. And uh, it was was quite a big joke. But, of course, I happened to mention that, you know what, you may get a laugh now, but I'm going to get the last laugh. I said, something good is going to happen out of this. And, of course, it was a big thing around town, and, and everybody did tease me about it. And the more they teased me, the better I like it, of course. But uh, sure enough, about a week and a half later, the St. John Flames did call and said, we'd like you to do the anthem here at the Flames game some night. And I said, nice. listen, you got me once, you're not going to get me again. And I'm only three minutes away from the rink. I said, I'll drive down there right now. If you're standing on those steps and you and you tell me that you're the guy, I'll go for it. He said, come on down. So I drove right down, and sure enough, the guy was on the stairs. And uh, we worked it out that I was going to do a Wednesday night game. And, uh, of course, we had the biggest snowstorm of the year on that Wednesday night. But I went anyways. And so did everybody else, and all my customers went. The rink was packed, and I did the anthem. And if it went over very well, and I got to do the anthem many more times after that. And, and then it turned into I was doing like the Timbits hockey and the, the Adams and the Midgets, and, it, it's, and my son was playing hockey, so I started doing his games, and, and it just kind of snowballed from there. So I'm doing hockey games everywhere. And uh, so I, I always joked that I'm the guy that's been in like thousands of hockey games, and I've never been hit once, I've never been in a fight, and I've never scored a goal. But I'm on the game sheet every time. But I always wanted to do an NHL game. And uh, and it just so happened that uh, I kind of ran into a little bit of a health issue. I, I, yeah, tell us about the uh, health snag that you, you've overcome, too. Well, I was diagnosed with uh, cancer of the esophagus. 
and uh, I was a pretty big boy, and uh, I was well, I always me. felt good and strong. But now you're. It, uh, I want you to tell me about that because you. Um you know, now you've gone from mechanic, you've taken on this love affair of singing, and all of a sudden you get cancer in your esophagus. That hits you more way than one because not only could it, you know, make you not able to work, but it also could take away your favorite hobby. So that must have been impactful for you. That's, uh, that's the biggest concern because I do love to sing and, and I do a lot of it uh, around town here, local stuff, and have fun with it. And I have a friend of mine that plays a keyboard and he makes these little videos, and I've put a few little videos out there that that I've made and, and it's got lots of hits and some of them got like 70 and 80,000 hits. And I'm like, Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. You know, and the people love it. But I was concerned about my voice. I said, Oh, I don't think this is going to work so well. But anyways, nobody knows for sure. They said, you know, you have to do your chemo and you have to do your radiation and then you're going to have a pretty major surgery and they're going to take the esophagus right out. And, and what they do is bring your stomach up and connect it in and, and, that's your new esophagus, and we'll see how things go from there. So I, uh, my son, who uh, is, is pretty savvy on the uh, emails and the texts and stuff, uh, he decided on his own to write a letter to the Calgary Flames, or a uh, uh, tax, I should say, and sent them off a text. And they, in fact, uh, got the text that morning, and they contacted him like two hours later and said, we would love to do something like this. We're going to have the uh, cancer awareness night. Our game is whatever date it was, and uh, we'd love to have your father do it if he's well enough to do it. But, uh, of course, with the pandemic, there was no fans in the, in the arena, and you couldn't really do it there, but he said you could do it virtually. So I, uh, I contacted uh, Harbor Station, which is our rink here now, and, uh, and now the TD station, uh, and I said, you know, could I go down on the ice service and, and record this, you know, with a couple of people, and uh, so I could send it off to Calgary, and they said, uh, you pick the time, whatever time is good for you, we're, we're available. We'll make it available for you. So they had all the lights on and a new fresh skin on the ice. It was nice and shiny and I got cleaned up. And, and, uh, the first day I was going to do it, I just, I, I just had too much radiation to make that day. I just couldn't make it. I just didn't have enough energy. So they waited for another week or so. And I did go down in fact and recorded it and sent it off to the flames and the flames, they just went over and above all and, and they did a great job and uh, they played it on that game for the cancer awareness night. And uh, of course the city was buzzing. Uh, they're so supportive here in St. John of me and, and uh, it went over really, really well. And uh, so my son did all the work and, uh, and my wife had been looking after the gas station for the last uh, four months because I hadn't been working at all. I, I couldn't really work anymore then, but uh so they took care of all the work, and I stood there for two minutes and uh, got all the glory for it, which is the way it works in life, I guess. But uh, anyways, I got through that part of it. And, uh, and I, of course, George Canyon called me. He has a contract to do the anthem there at the Flames game, and really great guy, and nice guy to talk to, and he congratulated me and said, you know, listen, next year, he said, uh, when the fans are back in the stands and you're feeling better, we'd love to have you come out and, uh, and do it live right here at the Saddle Dome. I said, you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> if things are going good, I'd definitely do it. Well, lo and behold, the Flames contacted me uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, listen, the cancer awareness night is this Thursday night coming up, and we'd like to have you there. And I said, I'll be there. So Air Canada kicked in, and they, they sent myself and my wife and my son and my daughter all out. They took care of all the plane fares for us, and then the Flames took care of hotels and meals. and They, they just went over and above all, and... Uh, 
It was one incredible experience. And uh, I felt good. And George Canyon was there doing the American anthem, and I did the Canadian anthem. But Craig got to talk to me. He's getting me pointers, and he's he's telling me, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to be right here if there's a problem, you know, that type of thing. I didn't have – of course, I'm one of these guys. I don't worry about anything. I just go do what I do and, uh, and enjoy everything I do. But uh, I don't get nervous, and I, I don't get worked up. I get excited. But I have to say, those Calgarian people – are so unbelievable. When I I was down in that little pit waiting to come out, I mean, I think the rink holds about 18,300 people, and I didn't see an empty seat anywhere. It was packed to the rafters, and uh, I I told them I didn't want any music with it. I just like to do it a cappella, and I want to do it properly. And they said, no problem. You can do it the way you want. And uh, when I stepped on the ice, the the roar and the applause, and they were screaming my name, it's a feeling that you just, it's a once in a lifetime thing. And uh, I couldn't believe it. It was so great. And the acoustics were good in there. And when I started to sing, everything, it was just silent. And you could hear a pin drop except for me singing. And when I finished, I thought they were going to take the roof off the place. That they, they just made you feel so good. And I thought, wow, we, that's pretty nice for these people to, to put on a, a big do like that for me. And I mean that. I went up and met all the owners of the Flames, and you know, like a a really nice reception for us. Uh, It couldn't have gone better. It was just a a great experience, and of course, my Uh, family had a great experience. Yeah, I mean, this is so cool. Uh, Dan Joyce sang the Flames national anthem uh, this past weekend. I can, I will concur on your George Canyon conversation. Um, uh, George and I communicate every now and then. He's been a guest here on the shift too, which is fantastic. yeah, so he's a friend of the shift, and I got to tell you, man, it's such a great story. I love to hear it in your own words. That's fantastic yeah. too. I I would like to switch the gear. Excuse the pun. Yeah. Um, because you're a mechanic, and because we have so many car fans that listen to this show, I do have to ask you: What's your favorite car to work on or to uh, or to have as a mechanic? You got to give us the professional advice here. Oh, those are, there's a lot of good cars out there. To be honest with you, and. Uh, as much as I don't really want to admit it, I'm kind of a cheap guy. So whatever's <laughs> the best deal is the car that I like the best. But, I love uh, it. you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't deny that I, I am a cheap guy, but I've always been a GM man. I, I really like them, but <laughs> right now I'm driving a Dodge half done because it was a good deal. And actually the truck a good was deal. beautiful. So, so uh, <laughs> because it's a good deal, it makes it work even better. But you know, there's, there's so many good cars out there, but, uh, it's a that's a tough question to answer right off the cuff like that. Yeah, well, but, you know, that, what what would I be my, on no, the radio if, if I? If we're talking my old days when I was a young yeah. buck, oh yep. man, I had a '70 Chevelle with a 302Z engine, and nobody could catch me in that car, and it was just the best. You know, there was it. no doubt about that. I enjoyed that, but it's uh, yeah, I really enjoy working on the cars, and I still do today. And uh, you know, I'm going to work tomorrow morning. I'm I'm happy to be getting up and going to work tomorrow morning. And uh, I like getting my hands dirty. That's the other problem I have is I like to give them the thumbs up. But I, I looked at it and I went, oh, geez, I shouldn't have given the thumbs up tonight because I couldn't get all the grease off my thumbs. And they were kind of black looking. <laughs> but I gave the thumbs up. And I, oh, that was a super mistake I made on that one. But Oh, that's oh, fun. Than that, oh, that's neat. Was, yes, it was just great. I mean, it's oh. I had so, so much good. fun, and we traveled around Calgary, and I took my wife and son and daughter out to Banff, and we get to see that, you know, so we've seen some things, and, but I just can't give enough credit to 
like I say, number one Air Canada, for getting us there, and of course for the flame for actually inviting me there to do it, and George Canyon stepping aside and let me go in there and do it, and coaching me and that type of thing. Because the fellow that was looking after, I kind of laughed. I kind of do things my own way, and it seems to always work out pretty well for me. But he said, you know. He always called me Mr. Joyce. And I said, my name's Dan, but he called me Mr. Joyce. He said, uh, you know, there's a time delay there, you know, from the time you speak in the mic. And he said, we're going to get the earbuds and we're going to try and cut that back for you. So you don't have too much of that. And I said, you don't have to do any of that for me. You just give me a microphone that's nice and loud. That's all I want. No earbuds, no nothing, no music. I just want nice. to go out and do it the proper way. And it, it couldn't have gone better. It just worked out great for me. But, uh, George had a good laugh at that. He said, I can't believe you're going to just do it like that. I said, yeah, that's the way I do things, just kind of raw, but it, it always works out well. And it was just such an enjoyable time. And it, it's a, something I'll never forget, that's for sure. And yeah. uh, oh, I love I'm it. Not- well, I'm going to wish you the best with your health and your recovery as things continue. I know that uh, you know it's something that you have to watch now, but everything is looking yeah, good, you know, which is good news. And yeah, uh, congratulations on, on your hard work and 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 uh, thank you for sharing a little piece of your life with us on the TV broadcast and for here with us on the radio, too. I love to hear it. And um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty inspiring, Dan. You've inspired a country. Well, that's great. And listen, you have a great night. And thanks to all the people out in Calgary. Thanks, Dan. All right. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. That's Dan Joyce from New Brunswick, who sang the Flames national anthem.